Welcome to the Practice Purchased Podcast, where you'll learn everything you need to know to buy the perfect dental practice, all for free, and all in less than 20 minutes an episode. Learn more about your host, author, presenter, and coach to hundreds of successful dental practice buyers by visiting brianhanks.com. Welcome to Practice Purchase Season 1, Episode 13. We're talking about the four tips that I have to uh, using psychology to make sure that your LOI gets accepted, or at least has the maximum chance of getting accepted. Listen, we've talked about what an LOI includes, what you can and can't negotiate, but before you go ahead and submit that LOI, I want you to think about how you submit that LOI and how the how can be just as important as what the LOI includes. And to make that point at the beginning of this episode, I wanna do something a little different. I wanna put you in the mind of the seller for a second. Okay, so you're the seller for a second, right? You have just finished or you're just about to finish a successful career in dentistry. You've run a practice that's profitable. You've brought in new patients. You've fixed them up. Their teeth look amazing. You've hired people. You've fired people. You've worked late nights and some weekends and you've saved diligently. Now you're biting the bullet. It's time to sell. (laughs) You're going to set down the handpiece and you have either valued the practice yourself with a broker and you have allowed the world, AKA you, the buyer, to see numbers that no one but your accountant and maybe a few consultants have seen in the last 30 years. And so here you come along, dear buyer, with an offer, okay? Now, how that offer is presented can make a huge difference in the seller's willingness to accept it or to pass. So this could be a great practice, could be the practice of your dreams, and chances are, if it's such a great practice, you may not be the only buyer looking at the the office. If that's the case, you wanna ensure that your offer is presented as positively as possible, okay? So I have four tips for you, and the four basic tips are simple reminders that yes, the numbers need to be good, your offer needs to be competitive, it needs to be appropriate, but the psychology of how you submit the offer matters, okay? So here's tip tip number one, is I want you to be effusive with your praise. Word of the day, effusive. (laughs) I want you to write and tell the seller what it is you like about their practice, okay? You're gonna submit this LOI, it's a legal document, or at least pseudo-legal. It's written in legalese, it has whereases and therefores, and it can feel a little stiff. So what I want you to do is when you submit that LOI, let's say it's a PDF, okay? Could be something else, you could physically hand it over, but in most cases it's a PDF and it's emailed to a seller. That PDF is attached to the email, but what I want you to do in in the body of the email, I want you to talk about the things that excite you about the practice. I want you to be effusive with your praise. What did you like? Did you like the layout? Did you like the quality of the equipment? Did you notice that their advertising plan was really awesome? Did you, were you impressed with the number of Google reviews they had? Or did you love something about their overhead, right? Pick a few things out and be honest about what it is you like about their practice. Tell them why you're excited to buy their business. So I had, <laughs> just a couple of weeks ago, I had a buyer in Southern California looking at this this practice that frankly was amazing. It was a great practice, but the buyer I was working with was competing against three other offers, one of which the broker told me was higher 
than the offer submitted by the buyer I was working with. And this buyer was smart. He was, uh, he laid out several of the reasons that he was excited to buy the practice. And ultimately what happened is the seller picked his offer. And what he told the broker is, is because, well, you know, I just really liked this guy. I really liked him. He seems to get me. He seems to get my practice. And um, so is it a guarantee that if you say nice things about them, they'll accept your offer? No, certainly not. But will it help? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so tip number one, be effusive with your praise. Don't be shy. Tell them what you like and get them excited. All right, tip number two. This is basic. It's simple. It's easy. And once I say it, you'll go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But what I want you to do is print the LOI, grab a blue pen, sign it with that blue pen, and then scan it back into the computer, okay? The blue signature on the page says, I'm serious. It says that you've read the document. And there's just something permanent about that real signature that, you know, it, it hits them at a basic psychological level. It makes the offer look and feel more authentic, more real, and it seems to make a difference. It's a small thing, it's a subtle thing, but it takes psychology into account. All right, so tip number two, sign it with a blue pen, scan it back in before you send it over. Tip number three is to deliver the LOI directly to the seller. And yes, include the broker on the communication. Don't cut the broker out, we're not trying to be sneaky, we're not going around the broker's back, but it is entirely appropriate here to communicate directly to the seller. This is a big moment. You are offering them a gigantic sum of money for a practice that you are interested in. This is a business. It could be the biggest purchase you ever make in your life. So I want you to directly communicate with the seller for a very important reason. And it's, it's, it goes beyond this being a highly personable, personal moment right? The, the personal moment, yeah, it's a factor. What I want you to do is to avoid the telephone game, right? If you're going to sign the offer with a blue pen, you're going to talk about what it is you like about the practice. I want you to be communicating directly with the seller with, yes, if a broker's involved, with the broker copied on the communication. Uh, but I, I want you to avoid that telephone game to avoid miscommunications. I want you to be the one that delivers the message about how excited you are and, and the steps you've taken to be ready to be their buyer. Um, one buyer I worked with was so excited to submit an offer, and this buyer didn't have the contact details for the seller. So he submitted an LOI, emailed it to the broker, and was a little surprised to get a very lukewarm response back from the broker. And as it happened, a couple days later, the buyer got a text from the seller that turned into a phone call. And the buyer asked about the, the lukewarm response that, you know, the broker said that uh, X, Y, Z, you weren't that, you know, weren't that excited. You're going to let me know um, what, you know, what happened. I was a little disappointed. I thought that uh, you would be excited by the offer. And the broker said, well, oh, that's funny because the broker said that your offer was only, you know, marginally serious. The broker said this and the broker said that. And the buyer said, whoa, wait a minute. That's not what I meant at all. What I meant was, and the buyer went on to communicate exactly what it is uh, she had in mind in this case. And so the seller misunderstood, the buyer was misunderstood, and I don't 
necessarily think it was anyone's fault. It's just simple communication. If you've ever played that telephone game, uh, the human beings are who we are and we communicate differently. And sometimes uh, messages and the true meaning behind our words get lost in communication. So the third thing I want you to do is when you submit the offer, if you're able to communicate it directly to the seller. Okay. Um, I've got a fourth tip for you, but you know, I do want to mention one important point right now. And that is that many times, many times the LOI is simply a formality because the practice is just, it's off market. The seller has handpicked a buyer and oftentimes there's no brokers involved. And so this LOI is just a way for the buyer and seller to kind of shake hands and, and move forward with the transaction. Um, and if that type of situation sounds amazing to you, it should. Those, those tend to be the most successful, the best practices, the easiest transitions. And um, I will tell you that the clients that find those off-market opportunities where the buyer and seller are simpatico and everything goes well, they tend to be practices that the buyer has found on their own, okay? And so a lot of those buyers have used, um, in fact, most of them have used a couple, uh, one in particular, one of the two methods I describe in a short video I created on how to find a dental practice for sale, how to find a good dental practice for sale. Uh, you can get that video for free, of course. Uh, just text the word FIND to 33777. So the word FIND, F-I-N-D, 33777. You can get that video and see how you can maximize the chances that this LOI is just a formality that you and the seller are going to take together. Okay. So you've heard three tips. I'm going to give you the fourth. The fourth tip is that in that communication to the seller, uh, you're going to talk about what you like. You know, tip one, you're going to sign it with a blue pen. You're going to communicate directly. And then what I want you to do is include a few sentences about the steps you've taken to be ready for the transition. You can talk about the lawyer that you're either, you've either hired or you're about to hire. You can talk about the accountant you've hired. You can talk about which banks you've talked with and you can tell them that you look forward to a transition that works with their timeline, okay? How cool would it be as a seller if the LOI came in, was had numbers that you liked, you had a buyer who was enthusiastic about what you had built as a seller and then at the end of the email said, hey, and by the way, I've hired this accountant. Uh, I've hired this dental uh, attorney. Here's their contact information. I've talked with representatives at these two banks and I'll forward you the emails that say that I will get approval to buy your practice. You just made it so easy for that seller to say yes to you, right? So make it easy. <laughs> make it easy for those sellers to say yes. Um, one common question I get with these four tips from buyers is, hey, Brian, you know, if I'm so accommodating, won't I get taken advantage of? Won't they see me as a softie or they'll see me as too willing to give and, and to just do whatever it takes to get their practice? To which I respond, well, what's the alternative? Is the alternative then to be really aggressive up front and risk the deal, right? Or maybe the, the alternative is to be cold and, um, you know, kind of aloof and say, yeah, I'm kind of interested, but maybe not that interested. Listen, if you're submitting an LOI, you should be serious. This should be a practice that you're excited about. So if you're the type of person who's going to take that approach, 
what's going to naturally happen is that you're naturally going to be left with the practices who have the sellers who are desperate, <laughs> who have to put up with people like you that are willing to put up with someone with a cool personality or a prickly personality. You know, how good do you think those practices are? They're probably less good than the alternative. So my advice is not to worry about how you're going to be perceived at this stage in the deal. There is a lot of time to negotiate. And frankly, it's, prob it's primarily your lawyer's job to be the primary negotiating voice for you to make sure you get what you want. They're going to protect you. They're going to educate you and make sure that you understand the trade-offs in the deal. And so just remember that the LOI is an outline of the deal. Okay, It is not the deal. And things inevitably come up and things can be changed. So be kind, be nice, be enthusiastic, make it easy for that seller to say yes, and you will maximize the chances that your LOI is accepted. Uh, there's no way I've covered all of the possibilities and endless uh, permutations of how LOIs and deals come together. Um, I'm positive that many of you listening out there will have questions specific to your deal. If you have questions, feel free to email me. I'm happy to, uh, to respond and, and do what I can to help. You can email me directly at brian at brianhanks.com. That's B-R-I-A-N at brianhanks, like tomhanks.com. And I will respond directly. Thank you for listening to episode 13. I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Practice Purchased Podcast. For more information about Brian's best-selling book, How to Buy a Dental Practice, or about the Practice Purchased Blueprint course, visit brianhanks.com.